May God bless you, brothers and sisters. May you have a happy new year, 2021. That it may be filled with many blessings, many experiences with God. That it may be of much learning, of doctrine. A year, just as the ones that are to come, that they may leave a mark on your lives, that you may have more of God, have more experiences, and so on and so forth. Everything that God demands from us, a new heart, men and women renewed, free of all shackles. Well, you're understanding me. I also want to greet all the newcomers or those who listen to our topics, those who are not committed yet, I wish you all the same. And brothers and sisters, it's important to continue in the church of the Lord, remaining in it. And the more days pass by, the more steadfast we may be in that the our spiritual life may grow even more, that we may feel like we're being born again. Modesty aside, it's, it's about to be 42 years since I've known this path. In more than 42 years, dealing with the Bible, and it has been beautiful, even though we have lived difficult situations, tribulations, needs. Together with my wife, it has been a journey, but God has always allowed everything, testing us, and so on and so forth, whatever God has decided to do with us, because in the end, it has all turned for good, because we all grow with each problem that we have. But there is a reading in the Bible that has been of great strength for me. Let's say the entire Bible, it's something to be respected. It brings growth. It brings joy. It also allows us to know more of God. But this chapter, 14 of 1 Corinthians, it has been something that has left an impression on me because many books of the Bible, they can twist it, they can interpret it many different ways. But Paul, to the Corinthians, in chapter 14, he speaks 
about the structural foundation of our church, the gift of prophecy. Prophecy, just as it is mentioned in verse 1, pursue love, and we know that we know what love towards God is, which is to protect oneself, to depart from what is evil, to not fall into sin, to overcome all temptation. All of this is to love God. And it also states and desires spiritual gifts, meaning that Paul encourages us, recommends us through what he had learned based on his experiences that the congregation should have, that the believers should desire the spiritual gifts. But he finishes this verse by recommending one in particular, which is the gift of prophecy. Prophecy means God speaking to us. A gift of the Holy Spirit that God gives His little ones, His believers, His children, so that through this gift, they may work for Him. Now, of course, there are many other gifts, many gifts, but this is the gift the Apostle Paul recommends. This spiritual gift is closely related to the words from our Lord when He said, I will not leave you orphans. I'll bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. The gift of prophecy is the Lord Jesus Christ Himself once again among us, speaking to us, just as when they would sit around Him to contemplate Him, to learn from Him, to hear all of those dissertations, all of those sermons, all of those parables, the way He would clarify the mysteries of the kingdom of heavens to His disciples, all of that is lived in the Church of God, ministry of Jesus Christ, international, thanks to the fact that God has trusted us with the gift of prophecy. That is why the Apostle Paul recommends that the congregation ought to have that precious spiritual gift. If there is a place where they revere the wonderful, great name of Jesus Christ, but that gift is not there, then it's just as the Lord said in the Gospel of John, they are orphans. They are alone because they don't enjoy that divine guidance, which is the living Word of our God. And that is why this verse 
or these verses of Corinthians, they allow me to understand that God is among us. Just as Paul testified of that God was among them, likewise we testify of this thanks to that beautiful gift. And, and in this present time, we are enjoying what God taught in Isaiah, in Isaiah, possibly chapter 54, in verse 13 it states, All your children shall be taught by the Lord or by God. And great shall be the peace of your children. In the Church of God ministry of Jesus Christ, the congregation of the God of heavens, a place where he manifests himself through the gift of prophecy, the participants are all taught by God. Among these participants, or among that congregation under this name, Church of God, Ministry of Jesus Christ International, this is lived. They are taught. They are instructed by the God of Heavens. If Moses, who looked after a great number of people, and he asked, and God granted him 70 prophets, and one of those who were close to him, Joshua, said to him, Forbid them, my Lord, because they began to prophesy. Moses said to him, Are you zealous for my sake? Oh, that all of them were prophets. But that was not destined for those generations, these manifestations of God, because Jesus Christ needed to come. He needed to come for His church. He had to come to save humanity. He had to die for the righteous and the unrighteous of all races, cultures, customs, because salvation was destined for the ancient people only, but that people failed them so much so that they crucified the Lord, thinking that He was an imposter. But all of this was done for you who was listening to me and for this servant of yours. Therefore, in 1 Corinthians 14, when we reflect on this verse, I find in it that God is among us. It's like a car without gas, meaning 
our congregation has that essence, that oil, that living water, that manifestation of God, if we were temples without this manifestation, then we would be wasting our time. But God has fulfilled this great promise of allowing us to enjoy it. Because this was promised many centuries ago. And the most recent one was Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And that is how Peter begins his speech, his first speech, the first speech to the church, which began with his fundamental spiritual gifts, God guiding the believers through the gift of prophecy. And when I refer to chapter 14, to verse number 23, 24, 25, what I learned there is that it doesn't matter the condition people are come to church in it, is it because whether they're curious or someone has told them that God speaks or to see if it's true or to see if it's true that they say God resolves all problems there's maybe it's out of self-interest it doesn't matter that doesn't matter to God but when the Holy Spirit speaks to them as it states at the end of verse 25, at the end of verse 25, it states that after enjoying that first experience, having God speak to them, it states, and though the secrets of his hearts are revealed and so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is truly among you meaning that the gift of prophecy is the irrefutable proof of the existence of the God of heavens it makes sense for people to go to enchanters sorcerers wizards witch doctors because they don't find God they don't see an answer their beliefs are not enough and they need to turn to supernatural forces that help them triumph in life and they turn to the occult to the things that are not of god but god has his congregation god has his church that is holy perfect beautiful where we are led by the God of heavens and not for divination. Prophecy is not for divination. Prophecy is for the transformation of our soul, of our hearts. Therefore, those who attend is so that the Holy Spirit 
may flow within them like rivers of living water so that let's say so that the one who used to be drunk or a thief or may enter and then leave renewed may leave with a new heart the one who was an adulterer who was a sinner the one who was like that may leave renewed and that is where God glorifies himself greatly by performing miracles wonders by pouring out his Holy Spirit for example yesterday I was watching the Bible study in Medellin Colombia that was streamed all of those believers that were with one accord paying attention happy if they needed to sing, they would sing. If they needed to read the Bible, they would read the Bible. They paid attention to the doctrine that was imparted by our sister Maria Luisa. And in the end, wonders, healings, miracles, a pouring of the Holy Spirit. That is what I learn, my honorable brothers and sisters. From 1st Corinthians chapter 14 that has been my strength in my life I have learned through our spiritual leader through personal reading through the Bible studies I have learned many concepts of the Bible, not all of them, because we truly need to learn a lot more, but we have learned. But 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it kind of opens my understanding to say God truly exists. God is real. God is alive. He's not a philosophy. He is not a story. He's not, no, he's a reality. He lives. He lives forever, my Lord. And God said through my Lord Jesus Christ, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And I will bring to your remembrance all things I said to you. And I will teach you all this. And this is what we all enjoy in the church. Brothers and sisters, there are no reasons to get spiritually tired, to get spiritually weary. There's no reason. Instead, we do what Paul wrote. We press toward the goal, the objective. Brothers and sisters, it has been a pleasure, a great blessing to be able to speak to all of you. Asking God to pour His Holy Spirit upon all of my brothers and sisters. May God bless you greatly. Bless, O Lord, greatly that as they gather as a family to seek you or everyone who inclines their heart to you, O Lord, that my Lord may give them that precious gift of prophecy, that they may speak in tongues and have visions and have prophecy, O Lord, because you were the same yesterday, today, and forever and ever. Oh, my Lord, 
You walked among us. You felt what we feel. You felt thirst. You felt hunger. You cried with Lazarus. You broke down. You saw the sick. You understand us, O oh Lord. You came to understand us as well. You understand, O oh Lord, everything that is happening right now among my brothers and sisters, and even those who do not know you. And put a stop to this, O oh Lord, so that your people may be rescued with your power. My Lord, before your people with the power of the Holy Spirit to rescue souls for you, O Lord, that your name may be exalted, that the earth may understand, may know, may realize that there is no God besides you, O Lord. Blessed is your name forever and ever. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Brothers and sisters, thank you. May God bless you greatly.